when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. How much of an issue is this going to be? Oh, uh, so we are uh, under siege. <laughs> uh, there, is, there is an air raid in progress. Oh, my um, God. The, uh, the, the U.S. Navy has been sent in to fuck with our podcast. <laughs> wow. I wonder, do you think they'll be able to hear it very clearly? Um, Maybe not. It's the Blue I, Angels coming I, I through. Think, I think it'll come through, yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of fun. Uh, so I was just getting my my oil jobbed. Yeah, I, I had an oil job. No What's doubt. an oil jobbed? I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you're getting jobbed. I'm that's getting a my, thing. my oil change. That's the word. Did you go to Jiffy Lube? <clears throat> oil Can Henry's? Um, uh, slick Willie's? Um, None of these things are true except for Jiffy Lube. Okay. Uh, oil Can Henry's is a seriously? real thing. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Um, no, I was at the uh, less sexy sounding Toyota dealership. Oh, you got your oil changed at the dealership? Yes, only because there's they have like la- a latte machine there. Oh, you- <laughs> really great breakfasts. <laughs> um, really comfy chairs, Wi-Fi. Oh, this this sounds like, great. And they like have all the parts if they find something wrong. And so I know I'm spending more money. Oh, and did they find something wrong every time? Oh my gosh, it's so crazy every time. Isn't that, isn't that a weird coincidence? Yeah, I need all new tires, right. which they were happy to provide Oops, for the me. the engine broke. <laughs> uh, and, a, and a cabin a... filter. What's a, I don't even think that exists. Cabin filter, filter. That's what come they said. on. They said it'd be $40, $20, dollars $40, something like that, and I need a new cabin filter. That is obviously a boat part, right? I, I approved it. I don't know where the cabin filter goes. I mean, obviously in the cabin, but wh- where's the cabin in my car? Right. A, a cabin is a boat thing. Yeah. If your if your car is not a boat, you don't have a cabin in your car. I swear they said cabin. Do you filter. have an Oldsmobile boat? They said they said air filter and cabin filter. Sure. I right. Like, no, air filter sounds right. like a thing, That's but it doesn't thing. seem like it would be separate from a cabin filter. Yeah, I, I think it's really ironic that I'm asking you, someone who does not drive or have a car. Right. But as I about... said, when you told me that you would be late because you were getting your oil lubed Lube. or whatever. Uh, I have changed the oil in a car. Yes. And you were shocked. I was shocked because I didn't even think that you had been in a car. <laughs> I, <laughs> Except I, to give me directions from the back seat. Right. At this point, I've forgotten what a car is, <laughs> but I did drive a car, a beautiful 1980 Mazda GLC hatchback for years. What does the GLC stand for? Uh, good little car, great little car. No. Yes. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. That's adorable. Isn't it? It was a cute car. I mean, it's tiny. You know, in in a crash, it would have been uh, reduced to like a two dimensional plane. Um, they really came up with an acronym that was that adorable. Yeah, it was it was like the seventies, eighties, back when people were fun. Yeah, right. Like, can you imagine that now? Like, now, now it would have to go through like seventeen committees. Like exactly. You know, and like at the first one, they're like, nope. This the name of this has to be like either created by a naming agency, so it's gonna be like. Gazoom or something, right. and or it has to be a sequence of numbers and letters, or there'd be a recall because it's hurt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like somehow it right. hurt someone. So, so actually, the terms of the recall said uh, they can keep the car on the market, but they have to change it to the NGLC. So it's now the not good little car. Oh yeah, because or the B- the BLC. Good, I'm sorry, that's good right. is offensive and reads as white. I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You, see, you know, in this today's world, so we have to be real careful with language. Right, it's the articulate little car. <laughs> Black cars uh, matter. Right. <laughs> he just spit spit as water. Um, actually, what I wanted to talk about was not getting my oil jobbed, but um, <laughs> well, that you did bring that up. <laughs> uh, but what I want to talk about is what I saw at the uh, car place, which it, it was an older woman, 
And she was eating a rice cake. Sure. And, and you know those rice cakes, those circular flotation devices that you can grab onto in case your cabin pressure or your cabin filter, you know, breaks <laughs> right, on board your boat. Like you could grab onto a rice cake and you'd probably survive like sharks and dehydration. Yes, because the shark would take the bite of a rice cake and be like, eh, <laughs> and this is pretty bland. <laughs> barf and leave you alone. So when was the last time you ate a rice cake or saw someone eating a rice cake? Honestly, I have eaten a rice cake within the last two years. Why? I don't remember. That's weird. It is weird. And every time I'm like, these are kind of good. Yeah, but you don't see people eating them anymore. No, it's like definitely Melba, not. It's like Melba toast. When's no. the last time you saw someone eating Melba toast? Never. Um, <laughs> no, a rice cake was like one of these things. I'm sure these things still exist. That like, you know, came on the market and everyone was like, Phew, you know, this is going to fix everything. Like, right. You know, if we just eat more of these. Puffed rice cakes. Right. Like, you know, everyone will be be slim, healthy. Uh, it'll prevent nuclear war. Whatever yeah. people were worried about in the 80s, rice cakes were going to solve it. I realize I'm being... There she goes! There's the plane. I realize I'm being, like, strange. Like, the foods shouldn't be yeah, you're being cool strange. or not cool, in fashion or not in fashion, but there are certain foods I would be embarrassed to eat in a waiting room getting my oil jobbed. So what else besides rice cakes? If I just, like, sat down to a plate of sun-dried tomatoes. <laughs> sure. You know, or, like, uh, this is a shout-out to my friend Mark, our friend Mark, uh, raspberry vinegar. Sure. Like, you know, you wouldn't find me being caught dead with a spinach salad, I, like, goat cheese and raspberry vinegar on it. I was going to say I would be embarrassed, uh, like, drinking a bottle of any kind of vinegar in the waiting room, but... Um, no, that's called a shrub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, what foods would you be embarrassed to be found eating. Well, I was having this conversation with my wife the other day about cupcakes, and like mm. I'm, uh, this is not to say that I would be embarrassed to eat a cupcake because I feel like cupcakes had just an extremely fast progression from suddenly everyone wanted to talk about cupcakes and like cupcakes yeah. were great, then cake almost pops, immediately, then cake pops. <laughs> yeah, then almost immediately people had to be cool and say like I hate cupcakes, and then oh. like there was an immediate cupcake backlash, and then like within a couple weeks after that, no one had strong feelings about cupcakes anymore. I would never be embarrassed to eat a cupcake. No, no, me, me yeah. neither. But like there was that brief period of time when everyone's like, "Fuck cupcakes, man!" <laughs> right? Okay, but I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you in a chair at the dealership, okay. and you you pull out something to eat. What are you sort of self conscious about? Well, does I mean, does it count if I choose something that's just, like, messy? You have to be, like, not just embarrassed because you're making a mess, but embarrassed from the thing from itself. From the thing itself. Like, for example, if I sat down at the car dealership and opened up an Oscar Mayer container of bologna. Just, sure. like, the entire yes, container absolutely. of bologna and started peeling off pieces of bologna and eating the whole thing, I would be embarrassed. I would say a juice box. If I pull out like a little, like, <laughs> like a you know, Capri like Sun? a one cup. No, a Capri Sun sort of, sort of retro cool. I'm talking about like, you know, 100% apple juice in like the little box oh, with the straw. Yeah, like the, gr the, the green apple. Right. Apple just, just to like say to everyone there, I am a baby. <laughs> I would be embarrassed to bring out breast milk <laughs> in a bottle. <laughs> Are you um, kidding? No, I would, I would, you know, that would be a point of pride for me. Like, right. I got this direct from the source. But so, like, the 80s had, like, very iconic foods. But that it is stolen. We'd be embarrassed to eat, like the sun-dried tomatoes, the raspberry vinegar, the rice cakes, Melba toast, those kinds of things. Are there is there anything, like, like 20 years from now, we were going to be like, oh, like, cake pops? Do you think, like, we'll be, like, at a dealership and going, I'm eating a I cake pop? I would be embarrassed about cake, cake pops now. now. Like, I feel about cake pops the way, 
you know, people felt about cupcakes two weeks after cupcakes debuted. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's so hard to tell when you're in the middle of it. Like, what yeah. what are going to be like the fashion cliches of the 2010s? Oh, that's really hard. Who fucking knows, right? That's that's so hard. And I think I look like classic and cool always. And I I'm look sh- completely and normal. And I am horrified. Well, I mean, obviously, like back. skinny pants, right? Yeah, skinny pants pants will look funny. Like the little beret hat, skinny pants. Sure. Oh, I'm sort of describing you right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and for me, like pants that actually like start at my waist will, right. I'm sure, look funny. Well, do you think the, it's going to go up or down from Well, it's there. going up. It's, it's going, going right back up to the 80s. Have, I support oh, that, I think. Oh, no. Oh. No one needs to see camel toe. Mm, well, but I, I think you can, you can raise the waist without raising the crotch simultaneously, can't you? Yes, but that's not what they're doing. Okay. I mean, it's it's like your 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 waist is all of a sudden like twenty feet tall. It looks so funny, hmm. and and it. I suppose you're right. You can raise the waist without raising the crotch. I think butts look better with a high waist. Oh God, no, no. Okay, I think agree to disagree. I I, I, I no, because then you're like including so much of the back in the butt. Like I just like to see a booty. I don't want to see like hmm. mid back down to booty. Hmm. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to post some illustrations okay. and have listeners vote on this. <laughs> Denise, can you draw us a picture? <laughs> All right. How was your week? <laughs> uh, my week was good. So I I realized something when I was thinking about like what did I do in the past week that's interesting. The answer is nothing. But um, you know, you you went. Was it you who went out of town and like did something outdoorsy recently? I went to a rodeo and went fishing. Right. Okay. There you go. And I taught you about so, the hook degorger. Yes. So <laughs> I, I realized this is my equivalent of that. I went to the water park. Like well, that is my outdoors. That's outdoors. You can catch lots of diseases there. Oh, so it's yes. like traveling to a foreign country. Yeah, like foot diseases, butt diseases, whatever. Yeah. Zika butt. Um, and uh, so we went to the Renton Water Park, which is like the, it's it's not the expensive, like mega water slide park. It's the cheap municipal, we got a couple of water slides Oh, park. do they have the norovirus special? Um, oh, they, they've got every, you can get like a sampler platter awesome. of viruses. Wonderful. <laughs> you just go in that wave pool and the waves are like red. Right. Um, Crotch rot special here at Renton. And, and they are blasting the country music station. Um, in as Renton, because that's yes, in South Seattle. Right. As you wait to go to the top of the water slide. Um, and uh, it was great. Uh, I had a, I had the a, music or the slide? The the slide. Okay. Uh, no, because I'm listening to the music and I'm wondering, like, what would this sound like if nobody had a southern accent and they were singing, but they were singing the same songs? I it think would, it would be so weird. It would be weird. Um, it's isn't it really pretentious when like indie rock guys like sing a country song and and put on a southern accent for yes. it? Yeah. Hey. Um. So are you not scared of like heights or I thrill rides? I am scared rides? of heights, but I'm not scared of thrill rides. Like the the part waiting to go to the top of the water slide is kind of scary for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, near the edge where I could fall off the staircase. Uh, going down the water slide is not scary. What about at all. going through like a tunnel that's covered? Um in what context? In in a water park. Through it, well, I mean, these were some some tube slides. Tube slides that, that are dark. You like go. You're going into no a dark... problem with that at all. Oh no, gosh, no. Okay, so I have way more fears than you do. I have the claustrophobia thing plus the the height thing. Uh, no, I'll go to the big. You know, and drowning. There's drowning. Yeah, no, I, I'm 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 a good swimmer. <laughs> Me too. I, Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, no, I would go to I go to the big water park uh, occasionally, and I'll go down the yeah. big slides, the uh-huh. the giant tubular slides. Um, I was scared of them as a child. Question: Was yes. this experience for you or for your daughter? 
Well, it was for, for everybody. For everyone. Did Lori go on all the yeah, slides too? Yeah, absolutely. Why didn't you invite me? Um, you're right. That was terrible yeah, of me. It was terrible of you. I would have totally taken pictures and not gone on any of those big slides. <laughs> I don't think you can go around the water park <laughs> taking pictures. I think you would be escorted out. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was It was called, um, the, the name of the park is um, uh, uh, Camel Toe Rapids. Oh, gosh. That's a great ride. <laughs> You'll never forget that one. Right. <laughs> All right. What's well, the other thing? Isn't there like another thing that that uh, you can have like in addition to or instead of a camel toe, like a oh a uh, moose knuckle? Yeah. What's is that the same thing? No, that's a man. Oh, that's, that's oh, a ball. Oh, okay. Your oh, that's balls a ball. getting okay. lifted and separated. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean, this is not a a, a uh, novel observation, but uh, like you know, women at the water park, you know largely wear like revealing swimsuits but like if i went around the water park in a speedo i would feel pretty weird about that even though it's pretty basically equivalent right oh gosh i don't know though like women wearing a swimsuit unless they have a camel toe just looks like legs just looks like, like legs like legs like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, legs they, that come no, together no upper half whatsoever no, just legs no but like there's nothing like like you can't like mm. oh there's a vagina oh, like I see what it's you just mean. like yes, legs yes. Okay. but a guy wearing an equivalent type thing is like there's his junk it's yeah. like it's like you know you don't need to push it in my face I'm gonna disagree like if if you look closely <laughs> enough <laughs> you get escorted out of the water park <laughs> okay and directly shall to jail. we take it to a break <laughs> yes okay we're back. All right, uh, we're back to talk about the thief's daughter by Jeff by Jeff Wheeler. No, Jeff Wheeler, uh, Jeff's dealer. And I, I wanted to do something a little different, um, which was uh, choose. You know, we've been hitting the romance pretty hard lately. I mean, at least Hit, I have hitting it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been hitting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I wanted to choose something a little different. So I, I went epic fantasy. Succeeded. Yeah. So. Uh, I did not realize when I chose this book that uh, not only is it not romance, but I think this will not surprise you at all. I learned that the author is uh, Mormon, who is active in a movement to uh, publish more books that have no sex, gore, or apparently anything interesting in them. So do you agree with Jeff Wheeler that uh, books have too much sex, gore, and uh, I, I don't remember what the other thing he's against is? Um, non-Mormonism? Maybe. <laughs> um, What's your take? My, I didn't know this about Jeff Wheeler. Oh, I didn't either until I, I don't even know how I came across I it. I suspected it, though, because I read his uh, about the author page, and it said that um, he retired early from Intel. Did you get that part? Uh, no. To write full-time, and that he, more importantly, he is a, a, a devout churchgoer f- father and husband and when oh, you see those yeah. oh, things absolutely you, you you know that some something's up with the the religion on that yeah no i mean i, I write full-time yeah, right are you be, a devout, i used to be a tech person devout ch- churchgoer <laughs> father and husband i'm a devout dipshit of some kind <laughs> um yeah no so that's interesting uh, um, so how can there be no gore in this book it's about war it's like war and well, battles we read a chapter and a half and nothing fucking happened whatsoever right nothing but there's a lot of battle strategies being discussed <laughs> and like so did, did no okay, one ever gets me, killed let me summarize yeah all right, right. so um it starts off with a list of like realms and oh, characters God. that will appear in this book never a good sign right never. well i mean but people people like that shit right like apparently you you probably loved lord of the rings when you were a kid and... i didn't <laughs> 
Oh, really? <laughs> no, but I, I read other fantasy that I that I liked that had all kinds of characters boys and love realms that stuff. and stuff. And, and women too, I should say. Yeah, boys love that, and women, and women, boys and women. Um, but like, I, I always my 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 like, yeah, I couldn't even get through Love in the Time of Cholera. It, it, I've never read that. What uh, is that? Mark Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Yeah, there's a, the family lineage that just goes for pages. Oh, and pages. I read a hundred years of solitude. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. There was one I, that I had like they, I bet huge they both have family that. trees. Like it's amazing. I'm even into uh, Game of Thrones because um, I get confused. Yeah. No, a lot. I, I haven't watched it because I know I'm going to be just like on that Seinfeld episode where he's asking why are they going back in the channel. Oh, I'd miss that one. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, they're watching the movie. He <laughs> keeps interrupting to say, like, why are they with them? I thought they killed that guy. Oh, why? right. Gotcha. Uh, that, yeah, that was me watching Stranger Things last night. Oh, I have just started watching Stranger okay, Things. Okay, then I won't spoil anything for you. What do you mean? I've watched, like, six episodes already. Then I won't tell you what happens in the last two episodes. Oh, don't. I won't. Okay. Uh, okay, so we can talk about it after. <laughs> or we can convert this into a Stranger Things podcast. Okay. Uh, okay, so Owen Kiskadon, Kiskadon. Yeah, good job with that. Good is, luck. Uh, he's, he's leading his troops into battle tomorrow, and it's going to be his first battle. He there'll is be, a battle virgin. There'll be no gore, though. All right, he's going to get his battle cherry popped. <laughs> uh, and he also has fountain magic, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds baptismal, doesn't it? And I pretty much gave up trying to summarize at this point because I felt like I was reading a history textbook. It was like all like backstory. Like, you know, yeah. uh, he pretends to have uh, be able to see the future, but he can't really. But he has really good judgment. And someone's like, giving him the answers. Right. To the test, and there's though, right? like some some girl he used to know. And maybe they're going to get together someday. And uh, I was so confused and yeah. bored. Yeah. Bored. Um, but but, but there were he had he had a person who who would come and give him the answers like would say right. this is this is you know going to happen yes. and then he would tell the people I basically I have seen this in right the good job if you can get it right why does it matter if he has the magic I mean the like see the future magic versus someone else like if I if I'm like if I get elected president and and I have like an advisor who can Which, see the to be future clear, is possible these days. I, yes, yes, I'm definitely a better candidate than some. Yes. Uh, you know, I I would be fine, like, you know, saying I've, I've got someone in my cabinet who can see the future. I don't need to pretend it's me. Right? Uh, you don't you don't have the stuff for what it takes to be president. What? Yeah. You know why? It's a compliment, really. All right. Is it because of the Speedo thing? Is it because I wouldn't wear a Speedo at the pool? Absolutely. Okay. Period. No, why is it really? Uh, well, just because, you know, you, you don't have the narcissism that apparently propels people forward in campaigns these days. So mm. if, if you believe that you, you could use the skills of someone on your cabinet and that yeah. you are not the all-knowing, all-seer, no, then you're, you're right. you, don't, you don't have what it takes. No, I need to. I need to go out there just like balls forward, Team <laughs> like <laughs> balls, moose, moose knuckle my way into the White House. If you're balls forward, does that mean you're dick behind? I guess. Yeah, all right. Just checking. Okay, go ahead. Is that is that really <laughs> that's, that's it? A difficult position to get yourself into, but I am capable. Um, um, I don't know. Is that it? I I I could wow. not follow it. Shortest summary ever. All um, right, listeners, you don't really it need was to know. All, it was all and uh, you know and it, you know if you'll remember, like last year, he met so and so, and they told him such and such, and and there was it was a cavalcade of name after name after made up stupid name why are the names always pretty darn hard to pronounce like is that is that historically based like if you go back into the ancient times oh that's a good question like 
were there no Smiths? I mean, the Mormons might disagree. Of course there were Smiths. There were blacksmiths. There were metalsmiths. There Joseph Smith. There was Joseph Smith. Then exactly. why can't this Mormon put a Smith in his book instead of a... Kiskadon. A Kiskadon or Turanananala or... Or Ossetitanian, or Serdignian, or Azenkeeps. Well, this is this is the theory that I came up with while reading this book. Uh, I think this theory is garbage, but I'm going to put it forth anyway. Uh, maybe, you know, I, I'm trying to put myself like in the head of like somebody is enjoying this book because like this series has tons of reviews and they are immensely positive and they can't all be from Mormons. I guess maybe they can. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe the point of reading a book like this is not not so much about the realms and the characters and stuff, but about like, you know, putting yourself in sort of a fugue state where you are completely disassociated from reality for, for a little while and into a world where it's just a, a whole bunch of made up names buzzing around in your head. That's all I've got. Because, yeah, but- because I, really, while I was reading this, like, it wasn't just that I was bored. I was like intoxicated in some sense really yeah i just don't like i mean i get the whole fantasy thing i like to i like to fantasize Uh i like to be in other realms i like to play with (laughs) fantasy creatures i like to be in other realms too i I like all of that i just don't understand why the names need to be so like almost unpronounceable yeah they almost seem like magical incan what's that word incantations incantations to be fair I, if I remember right, this one did not have a lot of apostrophes in the name, and I feel like we've read things where where like every name had three apostrophes in it. For example, like I think it's like a like a uh, what's that guy the the Cthulhu guy? Damn it, Lovecraft. <laughs> ah, yes, kind of thing yeah. like you know the the Gehr Flurg and Glarg. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, with like apostrophes between the Flurg and the Glarg. <laughs> and yet we have the cunning, uncorrect. I'm, I'm literally trying hard to pronounce this. Trineowy. <laughs> okay. T r y n e o w y. Trineowy. Try harder. Right. Um, okay. I'm the gonna Queen's read. Poisoner. This is this is like a typical passage from this book. Sometimes Owen had already guessed the news the espion snuck to him because of his keen ability to predict the cause and effect of things. For example, Mancini had not told him that King Iago Llewellyn of Atabirian would strike an alliance with Chatrion of Occitania, uniting the two kingdoms against Ceredigion, but he wasn't surprised in the least that it had happened. Most of those words, that's the first time they appear in the book. (laughs) And yet something stuck out to me from that that paragraph. Please. Mancini. So then he throws in yeah, that's like a the normal composer name. to the Pink Panther yes. song. Oh, and the Peter Gunn yeah. theme. Oh, that's great right? music. Like Harry Mancini or something? Henry Mancini. So like why he throws in something like relevant to us and then in and amongst a bunch of garbage. Well, and also like King King like Iago is a Shakespeare character. And um, and Occitania is a real place, but none of the other places. Where's Occitania? Occitania is like southern France <laughs> and uh, and areas near southern France where they speak Ox- the Occitan language. Is it near Orgasm, Pennsylvania? Do you know that there's an Orgasm, Pennsylvania? I think it's Climax, Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, it's Orgasm. It's okay. right next door to Climax. Um, sure. Just kidding. Yeah, Climax. Nut bust, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I think I told you this already, right? That my dad is a stamp collector. We talked about this. 
uh, a numismatist, maybe. philatelist, fellatio. Oh, Remember, def- I went yes, through all right, those words. Right, right. Uh, and when I was a kid, I would make pocket change, and literally, it was just not almost nothing by sorting his stamps on the living room floor. Sure, and. Uh, I always took great pleasure at it. They were pre-cancels of the very weird oh, town yes. names. So I learned some really fun, weird town names across the United States. Is Blue Ball also in Pennsylvania? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. This is so crazy. Um, and there's, yeah, I know there's tons of them. There's Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um I, mean, oh. I, I when I was growing up, we would often drive uh, through Boring, Oregon. Boring was yeah. one of my favorites. There's, okay. there's several Borings. Interesting. And there's so many beavers. <laughs> well, that's I a, mean, that's that's, that's all true. I have like, to say. <laughs> millions. <laughs> there's so many, so many beavers. Um, did you notice that he mentions the game of Wizard? <laughs> I have that written down. <laughs> w i z r. Is it like the game of Wizard? Wizard. <laughs> I think I play the game of Wizard. I'm sure you just pee on stuff, right? right? Yeah. Wizard. Do you, um, did you ever watch Ren and Stimpy? A couple times. Because they, they uh, often refer to a game called Don't Whiz on the Electric Fence. Well, that's a smart thing. <laughs> I think this is a related game. I like that the very opening, he says he has a he really finds wearing uh, a suit of armor yes. uncomfortable, <laughs> like too tight shoes or something. What did he say? Owen Kiskadon wasn't comfortable wearing a full suit of armor. But what's the follow-up line? It was like, like, like it's too... It made him feel constrained, like he was wearing someone else's boots, boots. so he rarely put on more than a chain hauberk. Who's who's that? Definitely look that up. What is it? It's like, it's like a thin chainmail shirt. It's pretty, pretty hot, actually. Like... Hauberk. I don't know. Hauberk, Hauberk. You say Hauberk, I say Hauberk. No, no, I looked at it, I'm like, you know, if J. Crew made like a slim fit one of these, I would probably order it. Do you really think it's necessary, right from the beginning of a book, to say it's uncomfortable to wear a suit of well, armor? Well, yeah, I liked how he said it as if readers would be like, oh, that's oh God, weird. Whoa. Strange. Like, I, I find it like just wearing like you know a skin suit. Right. I, I sleep in a full suit of armor. Absolutely. Like, I, I can't get hard without putting on a full suit of armor, <laughs> and then I can't get out. Um, his hand was resting on his sword pommel. Is that like a masturbatory thing? A hundred percent. What's a pommel? No, no. That that's exactly it. So you know, uh, while writing this book, he's like, okay, like I can't yes. actually like put any fucking in this book, but so it has to be all suggested. Yes. So like you know, he's rubbing his sword pommel. He's like getting yeah. all excited for the battle the next yeah. day. Yeah, like there's so much of it that I actually am. Now it makes he's, so much he's more oiling sense. Oiling himself up. For example, Evie, his closest friend, Duke of North. Cumbria's granddaughter. <laughs> Cumbria, yes. He wasn't looking forward to seeing the crimson stain. He, oh, he wait, knew, I love wait, that. Wait, wait. He, wait, wait. He knew the techniques of battle, but he had not tested them. What are we talking about here? Um, oh, I didn't write down the thing about the crimson stain. Yes, yes. It, it's like he was, he expected to see blood, but he wasn't looking forward to the he's crimson stain. He's talking about the woman he's got a crush on from North Cumbria. North Cumbria. And the, the crimson stain. And he's, he's, he knew the techniques, but he had not tested them. Yeah. Okay. So this is what Mormons do in books like this when they want to talk about it he was tra- he was not yet trained in the saddle did you read that as well <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay so so are we in agreement that's not just us being dirty dogs that this really I is think so. and let's go back to the chainmail thing again because it's like a see-through garment that's made of like thin like metal links yeah and like you know if you went to i i don't honestly know like what what the styles are like at a leather bar mm-hmm. these days but but you know if i saw <laughs> or if any I saw, day or any day <laughs> What I'm saying, if I saw a guy walking around on Capitol Hill wearing a chain hauberk, I would be like, okay, that makes sense. 
Yeah, I wouldn't actually look twice. Right, exactly. And so this is how he's going into battle, like, like he's going to, he's treating the battle like a pride parade. Huh. Sometimes, you know, do you ever like hear something and you just always, even though it's the wrong thing, picture something else? Like whenever you say chain mail, mail, I always think of like a, an annoying email from your aunt. Oh, sure, of course. Like I can't, I never first go to that chain mail. Right, like with with tons and tons of little like uh, uh, brackets. Yes, showing. yes. Right. Like the old. <laughs> I don't get people don't forward me stuff like that anymore. Has that pretty much gone away? Um, it's pretty much gone away, but there's new versions of it on Facebook. Oh, where, sure. Where of you'll course. be like, you know, if if anyone is reading this post, prove it to me by reposting this whole thing, and then you'll get eight emails back. Or but is there still is there still the like uh, I mean I know there's like weird like political forwards that still go around but like is there still like you know Microsoft wants to give you a thousand dollars if you just uh, forward this message oh, or something I haven't seen one of those in a okay. really long time but probably because our spam filters are so good um, have you been getting spam phone calls recently. Nah, yeah, I don't answer my phone though. Okay, yeah, I, have I mean, stopped answering my phone for yeah. that reason. Yeah, I don't have a landline. Do you? Uh, yeah, I do, but this is on my cell phone. Why do you have a landline? I don't know, because I'm old. <laughs> no, but I'm older than you, and I got rid of my landline like 10 years ago. I genuinely don't have a good answer answer for this. I periodically think, why do we still have a landline? Because it's so, because people have that number. It's so cheap to maintain the landline. It's like $11 a month. Yeah, but, you're, but you're so cheap. You'd be saving you're $11 right. a month. Would I, though? Because like, I might have to move up to the next, to, to buy more minutes on my cell phone if, I, if we got rid of the landline. I think you'd save money. I don't know. I, the next, like, we, we have, like, 200 shared minutes. This Why are we having this conversation on this show? Listeners, this is so what sh- boring. What should Matthew do? Should he yeah. get rid of his landline and his rice crackers? I mean, his <laughs> rice cakes? Or should he persist into the, into yeah, the we, future we, acting no, no, like we, he's in 1984? we got a lot of questions. Like, should I get rid of the landline? Should I stop eating rice crackers? Should I wear a Speedo to the... Uh, the water park. Yeah. Uh, like, should I stop getting kicked out of the water park? All of these things. All right, we'll be back. Okay, so uh, I want to apologize for something that happened at the end of the last segment. I said, we'll be back instead of we'll be right back. And it bothers me, listeners. Well, it probably also bothered our, uh, you know, our producer at the at the station who, who uh, is listening for we'll be right back to know when to cut to commercial, right? Exactly. I... I firmly believe that we're that this show airs on nationally on on NPR. <laughs> hey, I ran into uh, Ten Grain, and oh my gosh, sorry, Ten Grain's husband or partner—I cannot remember your name right now. We met them at our book signing. Oh yes, do you remember their names? I don't. I just remember Ten Grain. I'm so sorry, guys. I I ran into them in the co-op the other day. Oh, nice. As well as anyway, hi guys. I know you're like our our, our, our two fans, two favorite fans. Um, well, and then uh, Elizabeth. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we got we got some hardcore fans. Yeah, we got I, I count ten of them. Three. Ten. I, I I count ten, but I'm I'm an exaggerator. Hey, in the acknowledgments, did you see that? Um, what's this guy's name? Wheeler. I didn't read the acknowledgments. He wants to acknowledge uh, the early readers who dealt with the emotional trauma in this book with great equanimity. <laughs> I what do you think he had like I more overt sex and gore? And no, it, it no, like... I experienced some emotional trauma while reading this excerpt, but I did not deal with it very well. I think he, I think the impression I got, I looked at some of the reviews, and first of all, I was very distressed to to see that this book has like seven hundred reviews, and none of them, literally none, are one or two star reviews. Oh. It was insane. Uh, 
And uh, I think, but the impression I got from reading like the top negative review was that maybe he kills off a main character in like a Game of Thrones kind of way and people were upset about that. Or like a character like betrays someone or oh, like. Right, uh, like someone does something. Someone does, does I, some, something actually, actually happens. happens in the book and readers are very distressed and upset and surprised by this. I like this one, which was five out of five stars. All right, hit me. Horrible, yet amazing. <laughs> Is, that's the whole review. <laughs> uh, it just says, I read many reviews and knew what was coming. I almost did not buy the book because of it. I'm glad I did. It was an easy read. Grab my attention, would not let me go. I eagerly await the next book. Why is this horrible yet amazing? Five out of five know. stars. I guess, I guess it was like, you know, moved me to tears because it was so upsetting but so beautiful. Uh, okay, I got I got a couple uh, excerpts that I'd like to call out. Um this okay owen smiled at the sentiment picturing her in his mind doing so always made him feel strangely excited as if a cloud of butterflies had all clustered inside his stomach did you get the sense that the author thinks that he invented the metaphor of butterflies in the stomach Yeah, because he changed it just slightly just like oh i I fucking nailed this i totally didn't say fucking because right he said fudging (laughs) yeah i fudging nailed this with the butterflies like that is it yeah like he is like if i i put clustered in there that changes it completely (laughs) it makes it a clusterfuck it's a it's a it's a butterfly cluster yeah i i found that very awkward writing absolutely uh how about um He could see a few stars winking at him. <laughs> no, you fucking narcissist. They're not winking at you. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like, okay, Donald Trump. No, the, the, they're just winking. Who says they're winking at him? Well, you Why know. Why did that bother me so much? The I get I get a lot of support from the star community. <laughs> uh, you know, nothing. I could, I could like shoot a man in Times Square and the stars would still be twinkling at me. I don't do anything until the North, North Star. I consult with the North Star. <laughs> that explains a lot. I know. Uh, okay, how about this one? Though Owen and Evie were never allowed to go off alone together, not without Evie's maid, the three of them were known to plunge off rocks into the river at the base of waterfalls and take some unnecessary risks to their health. Yes. So, so, so they STDs, all STDs, hundred percent. Like they had, they had like a messy threesome in the wa- yeah. in the what the base of the waterfall and just yeah. caught everything. It was a virus smorgasbord. Did, did you see that maid was in quotes? Yes. No, it was not. <laughs> no. All right, you got, got you. me. <laughs> I'm done, Matthew. I don't have anything else to talk oh, about. Oh, I can keep going. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. I, I'll just just tell me when you want me to stop because there stop. were so many. Th- all right. Owen smirked. One habit that had survived boyhood was his love for stacking tiles into intricate patterns. What did that mean? Now that he was older, the patterns were even more ridiculously complex, and his collection had grown to an impressive quantity of tiles. I have no idea. Is this like... No idea. Lego? Like archaic Lego? Dominoes from the past? When did he have time to do this since he's like a general? Well, he was staying up all night pacing, so maybe he paces and tile stacks. Wait a minute. Is is this just a, another metaphor for jerking it? I think it okay. is. Okay. Like, his, yeah, his his collection, his spank bank of tiles had grown more <laughs> and more. Ba- Did you <laughs> make that up? No, absolutely not. You've never heard the term spank bank? Is it like a library of porn movies? No, it's it's a mental library. No. Isn't that... Oh. That's very creative. Okay, well, you... You've a uh, spank bank, so you withdraw from your spank bank. Yes, but, but you can withdraw and and it's still there. 
<laughs> right? Say that again and think about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, but wait. So your spank bank is like your fantasies that exist in your brain that you pull from right, and you exactly. pull on and then and you keep going back to your spank bank for yeah, different Yeah, exactly. Different. And so you, can, like, you can add new things to your spank bank whenever you want. Can you pull certain ones out like your mom? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> like, she... Oh, do you mean like excise them yes. so they don't appear in the spank bank? Yeah. Like, what I if you think... have a what if you have an interloper in your spank bank? I that's a that's a good question. Don't um, you ever have that happen where you're like in the middle of a fantasizing about something and all of a sudden you're like, there you were not invited. That that is a good point. Never, I would say never to like a really distressing like mom degree, but yeah. sure, yes. Like your brother? No. <laughs> What's this conversation is over. over. <laughs> what do you mean? What's less distressing? Everything. <laughs> I love the term spank bank. I'm, I'm, I'm I happy. Can't believe I've never I'm so heard happy it. I could introduce you to that. I want to know what are other things do I not know? I don't know. I well, I mean, you... I I learned moose knuckle from you. You didn't know moose knuckle? Well, I mean, I knew there was some other expression, yeah. but but uh, I couldn't. I. I was surprised all over again this when you is, told me. This is a fair exchange, Matthew. No, next episode we're going to talk. We're going to do a, a spank bank inventory. <laughs> I will gladly trade trade you my moose knuckle for your spank bank. Okay, great. Uh, okay, just uh, a couple more, and then I have one game for you. There was something about Occitanian fashion that Owen hated. The man's tunic was puffed velvet, <laughs> a lavender color with lilies on it. Yes, gay, The collar was gay. stiff, straight, and high, making it look almost like a chain around the man's neck. The hair, as always, was combed forward, regardless of whether a man was balding or not, making the front point out. Trump. I think, <laughs> I think this outfit sounds fucking awesome, it doesn't does, it? It does sound pretty awesome. Yeah, and I mean, also, it's it's totally homophobic. Totally homophobic. But, um, yeah, like, I, I would rock this if I could get away with it. I want to see you in this for Halloween. Yeah, a, a t- puffed velvet lavender tunic it, with lilies on it. It's like from the Hunger Games. The guy who, yes. like that Stephen Colbert was, uh, yeah, um, impersonating Stanley What's, Tucci. Is no, his name? No, I don't remember. Name. His I don't remember the guy's name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes, the pre had a purple tunic, and yes. his hair was combed forward in a big kind of. Yeah, wave. what was Owen wearing? A, a chain hauberk, right? That is so yesterday. <laughs> Uh, okay, what's the game? Uh, okay, uh, it's the Thief's Daughter trivia game. So I'm going to ask oh, you God. trivia questions from the book, and you have to answer them. Great, because I really paid attention okay, to this Okay, question book. number one. At what age did King Severn lead his first battle? Hmm. Is that Owen? Uh, nope, someone else. Someone else? Uh, uh, 17. The answer is who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only question I wrote. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Did, was that even mentioned in the book? <laughs> it was. I, I was. I was reading this. And I'm like, oh, I should write a trivia ta- quiz. And like, I wrote the first one. I'm like, this isn't going to be funny unless I just stop here. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, one more thing. Okay. They longed to explore the ice caves together, but they had not had the chance. Pressing affairs of state had always kept them moving from castle to castle. Have you and April explored the ice caves together? <laughs> oh, I can't talk about your mom, but you can talk about our ice caves. Well. <laughs> Um, and like, what do you what do you need to do to thaw the ice caves? <laughs> oh well, for that you're gonna have to actually pay for for that information oh, I see. because that's that's I mean I gotta make a living, man. Yeah. We talked about this this morning. That's true. People are always wanting my knowledge for free. Yeah, no, I mean like you gotta you gotta have a fully stocked spank bank to melt the ice caves sometimes. 
If I had a dollar for every time I said that phrase. Yeah. Uh, okay, what do we got? Uh, what are we doing oh, next time? Yeah, okay, we're, we're going in a very different direction next time. Uh, Thank God. To be... Uh, we want to be current with the times, yeah. uh, these political times that we're living in, which are, um, as you all know, listeners, unprecedentedly crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go with a political uh, drama. Ooh, let me guess. It's called Trump, the Art of the Deal. <laughs> no, it's called In Sheep's Clothing, an action-packed political thriller. I love how they put action-packed in the, in title, the title of the book, just because we, you know, we're not sure. And thank you for telling us. Yep. And it, yeah, that's that's great. Okay, so who's the a, author? Uh, it's a L.D. Buyer, which is <laughs> clearly fake. Uh, Matt, it's a Matthew Richter thriller series, book one. It's got 163 mostly positive reviews. Um, I predict it's going to be boring, but we will find entertainment. I predict it's going to be a th- it's going to be thrilling. Action, it's going to be action packed thriller. Um, is there going to be no Mormon? Uh, was it smack smack bank spank bank what is it spank bank it's not smack bank smack smack crank i mean i i snack bank is also a very useful thing to smack have bank. it's not smack bank i can't talk anymore what's wrong what's happening to me what's it's happening not, to my mouth it's the it's the uh the the jill pail the what the jill um, pail. it's the it's the um wait what's it really called spank bank spank Hmm. But I can th- I can see smacking something too. I'm sure you can. I'm sure that's in your spank or skank. Bank. It's it's like so many. It things. It could be a skank bank. Yes. It depends on the person. Well, of course. Yeah. That's why I said it could be. It yeah, doesn't it have be. to be. You no, can, it this is the thing. This is the great thing about life. You can put anything you want into your spank bank and never be punished for it. Right. Yeah. Skink, that that's sort of like the definition of of uh, living free. Right. Yeah. God bless America. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com, where if you forget what we just said the next book was, like I did, uh, you can you can find that. Uh, what's it called? In, inside in a Sheep? Sh- in in Sheep's Clothing. Deep deep in a Sheep? Deep, I think it's called Deep in a Sheep. Deep in a Sheep. Uh, a very thrilling political thriller. An that you action-packed can, right. Mormon bestiality romance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com. Snatch. <laughs> look inside the snack back. <laughs> look inside TVC. Yeah. Look, look inside the bank of. Bank crank. Bank of crank. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, until next time. Wait. Leave us a review. Oh, leave us a review on, on iTunes. iTunes. Uh, yeah. You can uh, say. If, if you're not sure what to say in a review, you can say. Um, that uh, this is one of the finest podcasts in Saradigia. Okay, like Saradigion. Okay, Ten Grain left us one of our best reviews ever, and that's why we know his name. Uh, so, if you want us to know your name, leave us a great review. If you really want us to know your name, leave a really shitty review. Here's here's a way you could review the show. Uh, listening to Look Inside This Book Club melted my ice cave. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think we need to end it right there. See you next time. If you really, really want us to, to know your name, uh, leave us some dick pics. I don't think you can post that on iTunes. Becky's making a very disappointed <laughs> face. <laughs>